This is not your century. This is Not Your Century, where we celebrate the news and the news media of centuries gone by. I'm King Kaufman. October 9th, 1967. Ernesto Guevara. Che Guevara. Fidel Castro's right hand during and after the Cuban Revolution is dead. He'd been wounded in battle and captured by government forces in Bolivia the day before. The government would announce that he'd died from his wounds overnight. In fact, he'd been executed. Doctors who examined his body found a bullet wound in his heart that they say would have killed him instantly. Bolivia had no death penalty at the time. Guevara had gone to Bolivia to lead forces rebelling against the CIA-backed government of President René Barrientos. In the coming days, there would be controversy over whether Guevara had actually died. Castro expressed doubts because he said that cables received by the Cuban government made no mention of the prominent scars on Che's face, neck, hands, and legs. Photos of the body were just unclear. As late as October 14th, six days after his capture, the Chronicle ran a page one story headlined, Guevara's Death Still in Doubt. It wasn't just Castro. Governments around the world were doubting the reports because of Bolivia's secrecy and evasiveness. But on the 15th, Castro made a speech that was broadcast on radio throughout Latin America. In a voice choked with emotion, he announced that thanks to new photographs that showed not only a better view of the body, but Guevara's unmistakable writing on documents in the pictures, Castro no longer had any doubt that his former lieutenant had been killed. Che Guevara is associated with the Cuban Revolution, but he wasn't Cuban. He was born to an upper-middle-class family in Rosario, Argentina in 1928. His grandmother on his father's side was Irish, born in San Francisco. His dad, also Ernesto Guevara, once said that his son had the blood of the Irish rebels in him. The younger Ernesto got the nickname Che because he used to say it a lot. It's an all-purpose vocal tick, kind of like saying like, like in English. In 1952, he took a break from his medical studies to take a trip with a friend around Latin America. Though he grew up in a left-leaning family, that trip radicalized him. He saw poverty, exploitation, and corruption. He came to view Latin America not as a collection of countries, but as one entity that he wanted to see united. The trip was immortalized in the book, The Motorcycle Diaries. After he completed his medical degree, he went to Guatemala to help the progressive democratic government there carry out social reforms. That government was overthrown by a military junta backed by the United Fruit Company. That solidified Guevara's view of the United States as an imperialist enemy. It was in Guatemala that he connected with Fidel Castro and his brother Raul, and he joined their movement to overthrow the Cuban dictator, Fulgencio Bautista. As ruthless as he was brilliant, Guevara rose to be Castro's second in command during and after the revolution, which succeeded at the end of 1958. He served in several key government positions over the next seven years, leading land reform and literacy programs, among other things. In 1965, he resigned from all of his positions and renounced his Cuban citizenship to foment Marxist revolutions worldwide, first in the Congo and then in Bolivia, where he met his demise. If you know Che Guevara, the odds are you know him from a single image, which has been reproduced on millions of T-shirts and posters. It's from a photo called Guerrillero Heroico by Alexander Corda. 
It was shot at a memorial in Havana in 1960 as Fidel Castro eulogized sailors who had been killed in an explosion in the harbor. Guevara was standing at the back of the makeshift stage, and the crowd of men in front of him parted just for an instant. Corda snapped two quick photos. One of them showed Guevara watching Castro. A man's profile was to the left of the frame, a palm tree to the right. With those elements cropped out, the image became one of the most famous photos in history. On December 17, 1967, the Chronicle ran a wire story about Barbarella, a boutique in Rio de Janeiro's Copacabana neighborhood. The women who ran it had bootlegged red T-shirts with the photo on it, basically the T-shirt you've seen and maybe worn, and they were raided by the police, who confiscated them as subversive. The cops eventually backed off, and a reporter asked one of the women, Why Che Guevara? She said, He's the leading romantic of our times. Che was so handsome. There just aren't any romantics alive today. This has been Not Your Century, a production of the San Francisco Chronicle. Audrey Cooper, Editor-in-Chief. Get great journalism today at sfchronicle.com. I'm King Kaufman. Talk to me on Twitter at King underscore Kaufman. We now return you to your century.